Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. So I've known how I'm going to bet for this one for quite some time now. Me too. I've, I, yeah, I know you know because <laughs> I feel like I've heard it in our other segments that we did. What will happen if Niowa in a way wins and what will happen if cool boy Steph wins? You can find that on our YouTube channel. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Also follow us on our social media channels at the mandatory TKO, Twitter, IG, TikTok. We're on all of that. So if you already have, thank you so much for rocking with us um, on the audio side as well, um, which if you're listening to this, then you rock with us on the audio side. So make sure to leave a rate and review and hit that um, five star. Approaching 1,000 subscribers after about five months of doing the show. So appreciate everybody. We're going to start doing more lives once we hit that checkpoint and probably some other announcements once we hit that as well so tell your friends tell everybody tell your families we're uh developing something really cool here that's going to be more than just a boxing show because we're going to experiment with some other things also uh won't tell you too much but yeah we got a lot coming and uh let's get into the betting component of this because this is we've been going back and forth on this because i i i'll spoil this part of it only we don't really dis we don't really agree on what's gonna happen You're in this spoiling fight. it. You're spoiling it. Let's just get right into it. Like money, motherfucker. Money be green. Money feel like money. That shit look green to you. Only the audio know only the audio audience knows uh knows what I just did there. Exactly. Watching this, they have they have no idea, so it's fine. That's because we're about to talk about the betting portion of the biggest fight this week, possibly, and it could be argued as being the fight of the year candidate. I think it will possibly be, to be honest with you. Niowa Inouye is a minus 400 straight up on the money line. Cool boy Steph, Stephen Fulton is a plus 280 straight up on the money line. The disrespect from Go Vegas, on. yo. I hear it in your voice already. <laughs> oh my God. So straight up on the money line, they're just like, Inouye's going to win this. Uh, Brian, how are you betting? And tell me how you see this fight going. You know, my my I'm going against my just original knee-jerk reaction, although I'm not like doing a dramatic turn of events or anything like that. I saw that in a way was plus 100 to win by knockout. And I was very intrigued by that. In a way has knocked out his last five opponents. In a way has knocked out 13 of his last 14 opponents. And in a way has knocked out 21 of the 24 guys that he's fought. He also knocked out Nonito Donaire in a rematch after not knocking him out beforehand. Um, he suffered an injury in that fight, facial injury it looked like, and uh, obviously we documented that already. But for this fight, I think Stephen Fulton is the best guy that Naoya Inouye has fought. He's also bigger because this is Inouye's first test at super bantamweight, moving up to 122 pounds. Um, Fulton's more skilled than anyone's in a way fought, I think, uh, with respect to guys like Manny Rodriguez and Jason Maloney, Nonito Donaire, et cetera. And I think that because Fulton has some advantages on the physical side, 
I think he's going to last all 12 rounds. I think he's going to have some moments. I think he's going to counter effectively at times. And I think that, you know, there will be questions that Naoya Inoue will need to answer throughout the course of this fight that I think he eventually will. And I am rolling with, for my best bet, Naoya Inoue to win by decision plus 240 on FanDuel. Um, I looked at the knockout. I considered the knockout. I have some other bets that we can get into that I'm eyeing. But my main pick, Naoya Inoue, decision I think it's a 116, 111-ish card. I think he does drop Fulton once or twice, but I think Fulton uh, is tougher than people give credit for. He showed that in a Brandon Figueroa fight, and I think that he's going to last all 12 rounds, have some moments, but I think in a way, he's going to be too good, too sharp, too effective, even though he's moving up in weight. All right. Well, I'm going to give you a better breakdown than that. Wow. <laughs> see, that was see, th- this tells me that people are rolling with what Vegas is doing, you know, because this fight actually not, deserves... not fully true. They had a plus 100 by knockout. I, I'm taking. Yeah, I saw that. I thought that was I'm weird. I, I thought, but that's still some value because most of the time, I feel like a lot of people with Inoue are thinking, yo, he's going to knock him out. And then you see odds sometimes and they're like plus 380 or something like that, right? When people are really sure, when Vegas is sure that they're going to get the knockout. But for this fight, I think they... Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think they kind of know how this is going to go, right? Or at least how they expect it to go. So for me, it's like, you know, Inoue... Like you mentioned, 24-0 undefeated, 21 of those wins coming by way of knockout. Then you got Stephen Fulton, 21-0, eight of those wins coming by way of knockout. So right there from seeing those records or hearing them, you know that Inouye has the power. And cool boy Steph, I think he's got enough pop where Inouye will respect it, but he is very, very skilled. Fulton holds two of the belts, the WBC and the WBO. Um, And the thing about it is that he's been doing it in this weight class, right? He's the bigger fighter. Uh, he has wins over Angelo Leo, uh, where he won that WBO belt. Uh, Brandon Figueroa has the power, uh, beat Daniel Roman, who was a former champ, unified champ at 122 pounds as well. The one thing that I'm questioning though, is like the layoff because cool boy Steph hasn't months. fought since June of 2022. And I'm like, Oh, is there going to be some ring rust no. in this one? But he's always in the gym. Like if the yeah. one thing that you know about, Stephen Fulton, um, he's always in the gym constantly. So he's going to be in shape. He's also traveling all the way to Japan. Like this is like the Devin Haney territory of what he did going to Australia, right? Of course, there's also paper involved with it. Um, He knows he's going to get bred out there in Japan. So (laughs) I think that kind of went into it. But when you think about mentally, the aspect of going away from your home, going all the way to Japan, when you're the respected guy in the division, you're supposed to be because you've been there. Let's keep in mind that Inoue is coming up from 118 to 122. And Brian and I were talking about this, I think, off air maybe. But um, when Inoue was coming up to 118, I was like, isn't he a little bit small for 118? But then I was proven wrong automatically. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, it's like Stephen Fulton's way bigger than him, right? So in this fight, Fulton has to, right away, he has to establish a jab. Fulton's got a great jab. He has to use his size. He's a good body puncher. He's got good speed. He's elusive. He uses his ankles really well. That's what he's going to have to do against a guy like Inouye. And we saw him against Brandon Figueroa, right? Brandon Figueroa was trying to walk him down, corner him, cut off the ring. And Fulton did take some big hits from Brandon Figueroa. That's why I do think he has a chin because Figueroa has pop, yo. And Fulton was able to take those big, massive punches and still counterpunch him at the same time. Great counter puncher. 
He throws accurate combos. I don't know if there's anyone. Well, there is probably, but I mean, Fulton's up there for being accurate. Like when it comes to one of the, the most accurate boxers in the game, Stephen Fulton's there. So not only is he going to be throwing jabs, throwing nasty combos, he's going to be accurate with it. And when it comes to the scorecards with the judges, that's what they look for. Now, in a way, right away, we know that he has like this ridiculous raw power where you're like, where does he get this power? He looks like a small guy. Um, but listen, he's done it in different weight classes, right? Junior flyweight. Um, he's done it at flyweight, um, you know, bantamweight. Um, and now he's trying to do it at super bantamweight. And he's got a high IQ. Both of these guys are great body punchers. They both have really good footwork. It's just a different style. Um, I think Stephen Fulton's a little bit more slick, but in a way he's going to walk you down and he knows how to cut off the ring. And so cool boy Steph has to stay off the ropes. You know, he can't let in a way cut off the ring. And I think he kind of learned some things off the Brandon Figueroa fight. So listen, when it comes to resume, I kind of give in a way the edge because he's got a guy like Nonino Donaire in there who I have a lot of respect for. Jason Maloney's a, a champ now as well. And he's just walking through dudes left, right, and center. But Stephen Fulton has been doing it consistently as well. In this fight, I think they're both going to have a lot of big moments. I think they're going to be trading at some points. I think if Fulton can establish a jab, stay off the ropes, use his size to his advantage, um, and be the bigger fighter that he is, use his angles, I think he might cause Inouye some problems. Because this is also the best boxer that Inouye has fought. It's Stephen Fulton. And he's doing it at a, a different weight class. He's moving up in a division, right? So how is he going to be at 122? Is his power going to translate? We saw his power translate at the other divisions, We're going from junior flyweight, going to junior bantamweight, going to bantamweight. But is his power going to transcend to super bad and weight. That's the biggest question. And against a bigger guy like Stephen Fulton, who, you know, he could move up to featherweight today if he wanted to. Right. And I think he would just beat anyone else at featherweight as well. Um, so I think both guys are going to take big hits, but I have Stephen Fulton, cool boy, Steph winning by decision at plus four thirty, And there's lots of value there because I think there's more value there than just like taking him straight up on the money line at plus 280 because if Fulton wins like he's not going to knock out in a way he's going to win by decision and so I think there's more value there to go with the plus 430 so there's the supposed great uh breakdown that you promised you just wanted to talk for longer I understand it was I it. It, it, listen it was an in-depth uh breakdown for this because I think like the biggest problem with me for this fight is all the disrespect for cool boy stuff <laughs> As if you yes. hadn't made that clear yet. <laughs> yeah, it's it, 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 and don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not going to be surprised if Inouye wins. Yeah, Okay, yeah. like, I'm not saying, like, oh, like, cool boy Steph's going to walk through him. He's not going to be able to hold his own at 122. His power's not going to transcend. I'm not saying any of those things. Right. Because I know the monster is probably going to be doing those things. <laughs> I just think that Stephen Fulton is the guy. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With both belts, the WBO and the WBC, 
He's been doing it at 122. He's the bigger guy. He's just as good, very skilled, high IQ. And this is the toughest fight for Inouye that he's ever had. Coming up to a different weight class is a big deal. Even if it's just like, you know, going from 118 to 122, that's massive. And so, you know, I won't be surprised if Inouye beats Stephen Bolton at all. I wouldn't even be surprised if he knocks him out, to be honest with you, right? Um, but I'm going to roll with Stephen Fulton because um, he's done it at 122. And um, I think he is one of the best boxers in the game. I have him on my pound for pound list. And I think he gets it done and he's going to leave some people surprised. So other bets I'm looking and sort of tracking ahead of this fight. In a way to win by knockout at plus 100 is still something that like I'd look at. But I think that if he's going to win this fight, by knockout, I think it's going to be late. So I would actually go round 7 through 12, yeah. group round betting. I think that Stephen Fulton will at least last that long. And 7 to 12, you're getting that at almost the same number you'd get in a way on points, which is my main pick for this. That's plus 200 right now on FanDuel. Uh, DraftKings probably will have it at a similar number. I'm not even sure that that's out yet, right? Um, and then with the Stephen Fulton... Uh, potentially to be knocked down in this fight because I do have Nelly in a way winning uh, by decision, but I do have him potentially knocking down Stephen Fulton. I think he's going to drop him at least one time. That's minus 112, so about even money there on FanDuel uh, for Stephen Fulton to be knocked down. And I agree that if Stephen Fulton wins this fight, it will be by decision. Probably a hedge worth your time. Stephen Fulton plus 430 to win on points. I don't think he's going to knock out um, I think I don't think he's gonna knock out Nelia in a way in this fight. He's plus one thousand to do that. I think Stephen Fulton is going to you know potentially counterpunch him to death if he's gonna win this fight. I think it's gonna be more of an elusive performance. This fight actually stylistically, and this doesn't help your case in terms of picking Stephen Fulton to win. But I was trying to think of historical comparisons for this bout, and stylistically. It kind of reminds me of Manny Pacquiao versus Timothy Bradley to some extent. And I <laughs> Chantel's rolling her eyes right now. Listen, I love Timothy Bradley. Okay. I'm one of the actual bigger Timothy Bradley fans that there that there's been in terms of like somebody who admired what he gave to boxing, his career, even his fighting style. I appreciated because people just overlooked him at every turn and all he did was win, except for when he fought Manny Pacquiao. Uh, a couple different times. Uh, the first. So one I'm gonna unmute my, my mic because there's a garbage truck outside and this is trash. Everything that you just said—that's a terrible <laughs> comparison. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love Timothy Bradley. Um, I'm a can, fan can, of him. Can I finish? Can I finish? Not because that was trash. The garbage sense? trash. I got muted because the garbage the garbage truck was outside. You could hear it backing up like beep beep beep. But Stephen what you were Fulton, saying was trash, so we could take it in the trash and unmute myself. Now. Stephen Fulton was a similarly look. Tim Bradley is a Hall of Famer. I don't know why people act like he was ass as a well. But, but but no, I'm not saying He's that. I'm just saying. Champion. But but that but that's that that's the whole point that I'm trying to make is that Tim Bradley did his thing, but the way that he's viewed. It's not what it should be, right? So when you say that fight like Timothy Bradley and Manny Pacquiao, like I go back to that fight and I'm like, no, that's not what this fight is going to be like. Um, that's not what this we'll fight see. is going to be like. We'll see. Yeah, look, we, look, we, we look, will look, see. Look, we look, will look. see, all right? I, I rewatched Bradley Pacquiao 1, uh, and all I'm going to say is I want to watch it again and rescore it because I probably scored it a little bit differently the second time than the first time. But Timothy Bradley, similar height reach advantage over Manny Pacquiao that Stephen Fulton has against Nelia Inouye. 
Manny Pacquiao, to that point, he hadn't totally been knocking everyone out. Like, he was in the lighter weight classes, but was somebody else who moved up gradually to welterweight, so the power uh, didn't necessarily translate all the way and started beating people by decision about, around this point of his career. Like, his last 10, 12, whatever victories were pretty much all on points at this point, but still was a devastating puncher for obvious reasons. And I think stylistically, it's a boxer versus puncher type of thing. So it's there for me. In terms of that, and I was somebody who loved all three of those fights. And I think that Naoya, in a way, though, is he's probably pound for pound, number one, number two, number three. Like, he's up there. And I think he's going to pick apart Stephen Fulton and win this fight uh, decisively. Uh, not not in a 12-0 blowout or whatever, because I think Stephen Fulton is going to win some rounds. But some I think round, I think this, this is going to be close, man. I think this is going to be like a seven to five round type of fight. Like I, don't I mean, I said once. I said one sixteen, one eleven. Was that's eight to four still with a no, knockout? I gotta give him one more, man. I gotta give him one more. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't even. I don't think your hair splitting with me for fun. Like what? what no, do you I don't think so. I don't. I, that's disrespect. Just saying, like eight to four. Like what are you talking about? What are you gonna do? You what are what? we gonna do on the show if Naoya in a way blows out Stephen Fultz in the way he did Emmanuel Rodriguez? Then I'm gonna shut the hell up and say I was wrong. <laughs> like I don't. I don't care. I know it's in a way. I know what I'm saying. Right, I know how good you know how hard it is to to have a nickname as generic as fuck as the monster and actually live up to and exceed the expectations of what that nickname provides. Do you know how cool you have to be to call yourself cool boy step and be cool? (laughs) Okay, you know how cool you gotta be to call yourself cool boy step and be cool? You gotta be hella cool. Okay, you can't just give your name like I can't be cool girl Shan. Okay, I'd be a geek. Okay, (laughs) I, I I would be a dork if I did something like that, but Stephen Fulton, he's got that. So all I'm saying is, by the way, tie for the nicknames then. Um, But all I'm trying to say is, (laughs) all I'm trying to say is that I think people are just, they're not, they're not respecting Stephen Fulton and what he's done in this division and what, and what he's done because time after time we're talking, I know how good Inouye is. So like I said, if Inouye ends up winning this fight and like, say he wins every round, First off, that's not going to happen. But let's just say he Yeah, does. I don't think he's going to win that. There's no way. Cool Boy stuff is way too skilled. He's way too skilled to yeah. let that happen. But mm-hmm. if it does, I'll eat it. Like, I'll, I don't care. Like, I know how good he is. I'm just going the other way because I, I do think Cool Boy stuff is like one of the elite boxers right now. And he just might not be as popular. Like, this is a fight for the nerds, right? So I know you nerd fans right now, nerd boxing fans are going to love this fight. Let us know who you're rocking with. Are you rolling with Inouye and rolling with Brian and his bets? Or are you rolling with me and cool boy Steph and my bet? Let us know. Let us know how you're betting. Also drop your slip so we know that you don't lie because sometimes <laughs> we got some liars on the show. All right. So yeah. um, we, we appreciate you though too. Um, but yeah, let us know how you're going to be betting. Drop some comments below. Also, please, if you like the content, Hit the like button, hit that subscribe button, and also, um, you know, leave a rate and review if you hear this on the audio side. Any final words, Brian, before we get up and out of here? Live post-fight show Tuesday morning after this fight. We are going to be live for maybe about 30 minutes or so. So come through, have fun, drop comments, questions. We'll talk about the fight. We'll talk about who did what and what's next. And stay tuned also to the channel because we have Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford coverage coming all week long. Very busy week here. Obviously, we've been posting less because we knew this was coming and uh, we wanted to sort of recharge our batteries. So you'll be hearing a lot from us over the next, we'll call it week, week and a half or so. And uh, beyond that as well, but obviously mainly 
the next week and a half or so for these two fights. And then we'll have more to come August and beyond as we approach a thousand subs and uh, try to incorporate the fans uh, who have been rocking with us a little bit more as the show continues to grow and as the platform continues to grow. All right, before we get out of here, actually, um, since we are going to be doing that live show after Anyway Fulton, can't wait, by the way. It's going to be hella early here on the West Coast, uh, 5 a.m., but it's still going to be kind of early there for you because I know you get up yes. like around around that time kind of. Yeah, um, I get up so, like So what, are you going to – like are you a coffee tea guy or are you now no. a maple syrup guy? <laughs> are you just going to be knocking back those maple syrups <laughs> or, or what? Because you got them in shot size. I, I don't do coffee – I don't, I'm, I, I, this is going to make me sound boring. I don't do coffee. I don't do tea unless I'm sick. I don't do like weed, alcohol. Like I don't do energy drinks. <laughs> we're we're you know not going to have that type of show, but okay. And look, respect to people who do like all my friends do like, and I hang out with them and shit. Hey, like, it's not a putting big deal. people on blast. None but, of your but, friends do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I, you know, it's just to say like in the morning, I just kind of get up. And I eat breakfast and I go about my day. Natural tater energy tots. over here. That's how, he yeah, gets yeah. His, <laughs> that's how he gets his energy. Tater tots. Trust me. I've had to wait. Watch him eat tater tots in the morning. And tater tots, a couple over easy eggs. You know what I'm saying? Some some yeah. some deli ham, but like the, the, the boar's head, like a little bit of a thick cut on the edges. So you could get that. You know what I'm saying? We got that out here. So All right. Well, let us know where you're going to be. Uh, <laughs> sip it on that early in the morning. Coffee, tea, Orange juice. Ryan, maple syrup, apple juice uh you know orange juice not apple juice I'm apple juice is anymore. so good apple, you don't drink apple juice you know we got to get out of here because now i don't <laughs> even want to do the show who doesn't like apple juice i do apple but like i'm not a, i'm not 11 anymore like you know what i mean orange juice is so sour though i haven't drank orange juice since 1997 like since i was a kid i was three in 1997 Okay, I was eight, so I'm just like saying, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I haven't, I haven't had orange juice, apple juice, though. You were not eight; you day. were younger than that. No, I'm born in '89. I was eight. Your birthday is in December. You were. Yeah, seven. for most of the year, I was seven. Yeah. But... <laughs> Go age <laughs> for, yourself. Mo for most, I don't care. It's the truth. Okay, whatever. I don't care. Uh, by the way, let us know uh, what you're going to be sipping on, and let us also know now, apple juice or orange juice, because now I want to know. <laughs> how the mandatory fans are rolling with that. Uh, thank you so much for rocking with the show. We'll be back with some more content and uh, stay tuned for more.